Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast, a podcast created to have nuanced discussions with complex people on a range of topics, from the socio-political climate to self-care and Black excellence. I'm your host, Sheena, and I want to welcome you to our show. Get ready and get engaged. We're going to discuss what it means to be beautifully complicated. What's up, y'all? Shana Hunt here. Welcome to Beautifully Complicated, formerly the beauty and business of Blackness. You may be wondering why the name change. Well, I've been on a journey these past couple of years and have now come to a realization of who I am and my purpose through self-exploration. Beautifully Complicated encapsulates this journey that I'm on to live intentionally, out loud, free, and fearlessly. It is an avenue to have complicated conversations about our complicated lives and how events that surround us impact us and people we come in contact with help mold us into the people we are today. This will be the underlying theme of the conversations that we'll engage in on this podcast. Thanks for tuning in, coming along and embracing what it means to be a beautifully complicated you. Beautifully complicated. Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines beautifully as in a beautiful manner and complicated as composed of elaborately interconnected parts. Together, we have a beautiful compilation of interconnected parts. That's who we are. That's what we are. And in this podcast, we are taking those elements of who we are and adapting it into conversation to allow us to explore what all is happening around us and how it is internalized by each of us. This will be a great conversation. It's going to be fun. It's going to be hard hitting, but it's going to be something worth having in today's day and age. This podcast is being restructured into three segments. Our first segment will start off with something that is related to what is happening in the current environment, whether it's socially, politically, um, pop culture. We're going to talk about what's happening now. 
Segment two will be discussing personal growth, inspirational health, well, health and wellness are motivational topics to allow us to grow and develop within ourselves because self-care is an important part of development. Segment three will be discussing black excellence because it is important now more than ever to discuss our contributions to the world that we have made in the past that we are currently making and the impact we'll have on the future. It's time for us to celebrate who we are, all of who we are, and live our lives in that manner because we are beautifully complicated people and we should take hold of that truth and live it happily. It will be urban themed. What does that mean? Well, you'll hear the city life happening behind us. You'll hear the rustle and bustle of urban life going on around us while we're having these discussions, because that is a part of who we are, where we live, our environment makes up parts of us as well. And we have to allow those elements to have a, a seat at the table to be also included in the conversation because it's necessary for it to be included in the conversation. So sit back, chill with us, grab a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, hang out and let's have our discussion because this is all about being beautifully complicated. Segment one, welcome to the freshly rebranded Beautifully Complicated podcast. Being a black woman is beautifully complicated. Yep, that's how I'm starting this episode, guys. I love everything about being a woman, and I'm completely enamored with being a black woman. The strength and vulnerability, the beauty and the consciousness, the power and the provocativeness. Being a black woman is anything but simplistic. It's complicated and gloriously so. Our being is complicated. We are black girl magic and insecure all at once. We are strong and vulnerable. We have carried the weight of the world on our shoulders while being told we're not enough. We've been called angry, sassy, mouthy, and too opinionated. We have heard it all. But two things that we must always remember that we are. We are brilliant and we are boss, period. I've been on this amazing journey since I've turned 30 of self-exploration and acceptance. I'm only 31, but in these two years, there have been significant growth with me. I learned who I was fully and accepted all of me. I'm a woman, a black woman, intelligent, nerdy, introverted, entrepreneurial, creative, woke, a daughter, sister, aunt to two nieces. The list literally can go on and on. I am every one of those things in every experience I've had. I'm every encounter I've had. Each one feeds into the person I am today. That realization is what has truly been the force behind me stepping into who I am and sharing that with all of you. In my 20s, I lived my life just trying to navigate this thing called adulting while simultaneously trying to protect myself from love. I focused on getting my degree, starting a business, having fun, hanging out with friends, going to parties, dating, and trying to be spiritual. My 20s are the years that most of us do all of that. It's the transition decade from childhood to being independent. And figuring out life for ourselves. It's a good time. Lord knows my 20s were fun, but they were also a learning ground. 
I learned for one that I probably sabotaged a few romantic relationships because I kept men at an arm's distance while I'm even while dating all in the name of the fact that I didn't want to be hurt and I had to protect my heart. But you know what? I was hurt anyway, because that's all a part of growing up. It's healthy, it's normal, and it's good for you. As long as it's not from an abusive relationship, being hurt romantically happens. Guys turn out to be not so good or jerks, or you find that you're just not compatible. It happens. But because I decided to try to protect myself, I know I missed out on getting to know some cool guys and probably learning even more lessons. But you know what? That's life. I know better now. When you know better, you do better, right? I don't like to dwell on the past, but I did have to acknowledge that as my truth in order to grow and move forward. I've had my share of failures and hard times. I created many different businesses over the past 12 years that didn't go anywhere. I finally settled in on Empower Strategy, my branding and marketing agency I launched in 2013. It's been going well with its ups and downs, but could be better had I had this realization of who I was sooner. Now moving into my latest venture, a beauty company that is kicking off with skincare for both women and men. I am crazy excited about this one because beauty is one of my greatest loves. I don't know how I didn't see this one sooner considering the amount of money I've spent on it and the YouTubers or the Instagrammers I follow. So here I am with that now. So I want y'all to stay tuned to hear more about that in coming episodes as we build out our product lines and launch. I'll definitely make sure I share that with all of you and keep you in the know. But anyway, let's get back to my my life's journey. (laughs) My journey is unique to me. As all of us have our own path we take and stories we can tell. I can literally go on and on, but you know what? I'm going to share more on coming episodes as we dive into different topics and themes so you'll learn more about me. There is so much to discuss, so I'm more than certain that there will not be a shortage of material, especially with the election and the inauguration and this new administration that's in office right now and our presidency and the federal government at large. Y'all already know I'm nowhere on board with what's happening in our current political environment. It is insane. I am not happy with what is happening with the presidency. It has been, it has been a nightmare. I am definitely a liberal and I am a democratic. I often vote blue. Uh, I've never voted Republican. And that's not to say that's because I don't care for any of the Republican nominees. It's because they don't line up with my beliefs. But what I do know is I believe that our country has to continue to move forward and better itself. And what I have seen in these past couple of weeks have been a regression back into a darker time period for America. I'm seeing bigotry and racism and hatred and misogyny and just foolishness pop up like never before and take hold of our nation. It has been a nightmare from the executive orders that were, that's banning Muslims from seven different countries to starting work on 
a wall across the border to Mexico. Signing executive orders that halts federal spending for any abortion services that are done internationally. I don't know what we have come to. I don't know how we got here, but it is not a pretty place that we're in. America has its skeletons. It has had some bad moments as an African-American woman. I know. My family has been here for hundreds of years. As someone who has descended from an enslaved people, I am saddened to see us go back to an error that so many of my ancestors fought to bring us out of. Now, I don't think we're going to slavery, but we're going back to a darker time period where hatred ruled the land, where they used that to embed into law to oppress other groups of people. I don't want to see that happen again. So I have become very vocal. I have become very much involved and engaged these last few weeks. I have decided to take up and bear my cross of being a citizen of this country and begin to interact civically, to call my Congress people and demand that they vote one way or another on nominees or on any type of legislation that is passing through Congress. I am urging my representatives to vote the way that is better for most Americans because we can't be selfish and just think about ourselves and how we're impacted solely. We have to think about the how all groups of people are impacted and how can we lessen that impact? That's what we have to do. That is our duty. That's always worry about, oh, well, how will this benefit me? But how will this benefit the people? We are a country of immigrants. We are a country of multiple nationalities and ethnicities. We are a country of multiple religions. We are all not a, uh, we're, we're, we're not a monolith here. We are complex. We are beautifully complicated. And that's what makes us so great as a nation. That's what has made us become so powerful as we have become because it is with all of these people with these different backgrounds that have allowed us to elevate ourselves to this level that has put us at the forefront of the, for the entire world. As one of the youngest nations in the world, we're the most powerful nation in this world because of how we have chosen to grow and develop as a country and how we have challenged ourselves and we have faced hard truths within our own selves, within the nation and said that how we were doing things were not right and we have to continue to do better. And we were on that path until January 20th, 2017, when it all came to a screeching halt. So I urge you, I implore you, call your congressman, Get involved, get active, get involved in some organizations that are doing some things that align with your beliefs and your ideals. 
Make your voices heard. Do not be silent. Do not sit still. 62 million people voted for Donald Trump in the election in 2016. 65 million people voted for Hillary Clinton. There are more good people in this country than not. There are more people that believe in moving forward and continuing to better ourselves as a country than not. We have the power to make something great happen in this nation, but we have to be engaged and involved to do that. So I implore you to become engaged and involved, to get active, to, to stop being silent and being complacent and sitting by the sidelines, but get up and stand up and speak up and say something, do something. Use what leverage and power you have to move us forward as a nation. That is what we all must do. That is why I, one of the reasons why I created this podcast was it's time for us to tap into these different elements that are within ourselves and draw something up out of that. God gave us great gifts. He gave us great talents and great abilities. And some of it is locked away in those complexities of us. And until we can honor the fact that we have these complexities we will not ever be able to unlock them. So take ownership of who you are, all of you, and use that to give back. Be a key to somebody's lock. Give back. Do right. Stand up. Make good trouble, as Representative John Lewis said. Stand up and be somebody and fight. That's what we have to do. In response to all that has happened in this country in the past few weeks, I'm focusing on ensuring that I can help positively impact the lives of my fellow disenfranchised and historically oppressed. We will fight back against the demagoguery and hatefulness that may try to take hold in this nation that is struggling to take hold in, this new, in our nation. This will not happen. We won't allow fascism to rise up. We are a democracy and we will remain a democracy of free people. Now I got on my soapbox. So I'm going to step back down now, come back into first episode back into the podcast. Been gone for a couple months. I got to, I want to keep it light today. I don't want it to be too heavy, but I do want to energize you and say, go out and fight and be fearless and make life happen. Do good things and push back against those who are trying to oppress and disenfranchise more people. So I want to focus in a little bit on self-exploration and recognizing the complications within ourselves on today's episode, really, and going forward in this podcast. It's time for us to know who we are and embrace all of who we are, because it's one of the many great tactics we can use to fight back against those who may try to control us. Audre Lorde said it best. Caring my, for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation in that is an act of political warfare. Self-preservation. With all the stuff that's going on, it's time that we make sure that we are doing a little self-preservation. In this, we must take moments in our daily lives to just be with ourselves, even if it's just for 10 to 15 minutes. Find something that works for you. It may be journaling, meditation, creating something, whatever it is, Start doing it. 
you will slowly begin to reveal to yourself who you are. Come to terms with all of the many adjectives that describe you, the things that interest you, the joy some things bring you. It takes having those moments with yourself to do that. This is how we start the process of reclaiming ourselves and shutting down those who may try to undermine who we are. On Facebook recently, I shared a quick message with my friends and I'm going to read it to y'all. It says, know this, loving yourself means accepting all of who you are, the experiences you've had and the many adjectives that can be used to describe you. Loving someone else means loving all of who they are, every experience they've had and every adjective that describes them. Allow yourself to fall in love with your true self. Live life as the person you have become, not the one others want to make you into. You don't fit in a box because you weren't designed to. You were created to be multidimensional, not singular. Every aspect of you is beautiful because every piece of you makes you into the person you are. Live that, love it, expect it from others, be fully you. That's the true definition of living boldly. That's the true definition of being beautifully complicated. So these were the words that were on my heart while in flight to LA one Monday morning. It was something that I felt someone needed to read or know for themselves. Now, I know I am no Maya Angelou or anybody like that, but I believe strongly that when God gives you a word, you share it. So I did. Some folks liked it and shared it, but it was those who saw it and internalized it that truly interacted with it on a deeper level. I believe we must love ourselves, accept ourselves, and live our peace. We are complicated human beings. I'm a complicated black woman. You're complicated. Every interaction, experience, and encounter help forge the multidimensional person that you are. So I implore you to embrace it all, live it fearlessly, and forge ahead fueled by it. Now, now that we are officially in 2017, we can start focusing in on our complicated selves and how to best shape our lives for the better. Because 2016, it was just that. It was 2016. It was the past. It's over. It had its ups. It had its downs. It had moments where it was pure black girl magic and black boy joy, even with a hellacious political firestorm raging around it. We found a way to thrive no matter what. And I'm expecting a continuation of black excellence this year. More magic, more joy, more melanin, pop and beauty not just from our celebs, but also from within our communities. We have the power to decide our own fate by showcasing the brilliance that is within all of us. Take our complicated selves and use its power to garner better success for our lives and those that surround us. With that being said, the focus in this podcast is going to be a discussion surrounding how we thrive in this world as it progresses forward or backwards in some instances. Acknowledging the many complications of our lives, we will weave a beautiful web of insight, understanding, ideas, and thoughts on different topics. There will be featured guests from people I know in my personal life and, our, and or admire. We're going to call them friend hosts. So going forward, you hear who my friend hosts are that are going to be on the show. It's wonderful to get multiple perspectives on a topic 
since we are all complicated and complex in our own unique ways, we need to have these conversations be from diverse groups of people, everyone coming in with their own viewpoints to give in, give their insight on a particular topic. So that lens of discovery will bring clarity to cloudy ideals and nuances to generalities. With this current political climate that we find ourselves in now with this new administration, voices of the disenfranchised need to be heard, recorded, and added to history. We need to make sure our voices are heard and people know how we feel and how we are being impacted by any um, laws, changes, uh, legislation, whatever is going through, whatever is happening in the current environment, what is happening around us, how it impacts us. We want to make sure that our voices and viewpoints are being heard and recorded and written down. Now, that isn't to say that this podcast will be full of political topics because that would dampen our spirits overall. And I really like the idea of being uplifted sometimes. I like um, us to have those moments where we can have just uh, some peace and joy. That's why I'm going to have different types of topics tossed in. And that's why I definitely have added in a segment for self-care. So, of course, I'll be talking about different ways we can do that as well and progress ourselves forward as a people. Explore to me is to focus in on your personal journey and find yourself peace and happiness. Dive deeper into conversations that girlfriends may have when just sitting around or having brunch. This podcast, this show, it's my personal musing with Girl Talk, tossed in for a little added fun and flavor. So I'm excited about what we're going to do with the Beautifully Complicated podcast. It's going to be so much fun. I am so glad that all of you are willing to go on this journey with me as we go through this whole thing, everything that's happening around us. And we're talking about it because intersectionality, it's important to have that because I may be a black woman, but I'm a straight black woman. So I can come to you with conversations from how things impact me as a straight black woman. Sometimes I need a queer black woman's voice. Sometimes I need a clear, a queer black man's voice. Sometimes I need a, a queer white woman's voice. Sometimes I need a trans person's voice. You know, you, we need to hear how all of this, a Muslim, a, someone, we need to hear how everyone's been impacted by what is happening around them and how what happens in a life, how it happens for us individually because there are differences in how different things impact each of us. So I want to make sure that we, we capture that in this podcast. That is why we have beautifully complicated because it just, it says it all right there. It says it all right there. Thank you for coming in and joining. Segment two, new year, better you. So at the beginning of every single year, we see the same posts from our friends on Facebook, and we probably are guilty of posting it too. What does it say? New year, new me. <laughs> but what we find is it is nothing more than new year, same me. I don't want my listeners to fall into this trap. Really begin to think about what it means to become a better you. Your current you isn't horrible you just probably have some bad habits or you've been procrastinating about doing some things or afraid to take some risks. 
I challenge you to take this new year to become a better you. We're in February now. We're one month in. We've made resolutions. We made goals. What are we doing to achieve them? Have we fallen off already? We're one month in. Have we already fallen off? It's time for us to get back into the game. It's time for us to recharge and re-energize ourselves and refocus and work on something deeper to allow us to get through it so we can continue to improve ourselves throughout the year. So what does this all mean? It's time for us to take a moment, perhaps do a little journaling, write down some things that you want to do and underneath it, write down your intention for it. What do you expect to get out of it? Now, don't put something down like, I want to lose 30 pounds, because that can be a tough goal to meet for different reasons, and we're not trying to set ourselves up to be defeated. So instead, try, I want to live a more healthier lifestyle and get active. Why? What's the intention behind that? So I can feel better. In this, you have incorporated the idea that you should probably start eating better, as well as get into some form of exercise or physical activity. Through that, you may find yourself reaching that weight loss goal. This is an incremental change that can be greatly beneficial across different areas of your life. So please try it out. After you write down what you want to do or how you want to see yourself this year and the intentions, take it one step further and start working on the plan. Without a plan, you're just floating in the wind. How do you expect to do this? What will you begin to do? If it's something like launch a business, Well, you may want to research the industry, start working on a business plan, understand your competition, branding. The list literally goes on and on. Where we often fall is the planning stage. Get a plan. Get a plan, people. Get a plan. Get a plan. Get a plan. Keep it in front of you. And every day or every other day, try to work on some part or piece of it. Make it a part of your routine. Get comfortable with it. The best way to begin to step into the better you is by taking time each day to bring out parts of her or him. Instead of sitting it on the shelf and revisiting it every New Year's Day, begin working on the better you each day. Small steps make up the journey of life. Even if something seems insignificant, do it and be proud. Don't focus on what others are doing. Focus on doing you. We say it all the time. Do you. Do you. Seriously, focus on doing you. Find your freedom within yourself this year. Live the life you want to live. It starts with a thought, but it requires action to see it manifest. I want to see y'all step into your better selves because I'm doing the same thing. I'm working on myself as well. I'm working on becoming more physically fit. So I'm working out a lot more. I'm in the gym. I'm exercising. I'm getting more active. I am eating a lot healthier. I have a more of a vegan diet for the most part. Um, when it's not vegan, it's pescatarian. But I am going towards that healthier lifestyle all the while trying to make sure I'm continuing to build my businesses, enjoy my life, develop a deeper spiritual relationship with the God. I'm, also, I'm doing some things too. So I'm right there with y'all. So I want to make sure that We all can discuss it together and and develop some type of a community around it because the community helps a lot. 
And I post what I'm doing on Instagram a lot. So you can see my journey and see what I'm involved in. But I love to see what you guys are doing also. So I'm creating this hashtag, hashtag better me 2017. Use it, share what you're doing, share your progress, engage with each other. And let's rock this new year, y'all. We can take this by storm. We don't have to allow what is happening around us to bring us down and defeat us. We have the power to rise above. So let's do that. And let's take ownership of our lives. And let's continue to improve ourselves and have a better me persona come out of it. So I want to see y'all do some great stuff here. You, again, hashtag better me 2017. That's what we're doing. And now we're in our final segment, segment three, success of hidden figures. Let's talk about hidden figures and it's phenomenal success in theaters. Hollywood for years, for years have challenged the idea of having movies with minority leads or casts as being films that would be widely received by diverse audiences. Basically, will white America go and watch the movie and will it have the box office sales that are profitable? Hidden Figures has just challenged their idea. The film that only cost $25 million to produce has now brought in $100 million in the U.S. alone. Highly successful for an all-woman main cast and an all-African-American woman cast. Black women are out here winning, y'all, and we are winning majorly. And I just want to say, go ahead, girls, do your thing. In the first weekend, Hidden Figures, it beat out Star Wars, Rogue One, on its fourth weekend with $22 million in box office sales. I'm going to say that one more time. It beat out Star Wars, people, Star Wars. It also beat out Underworld Brood Wars that same weekend. Action movies that usually are top grossing films on opening weekends were laid to rest by black women in STEM. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> For the Martin Luther King four-day Halloween weekend, Hidden Figures came out again as the number one film, making an additional $26 million. This show proved that our stories are moneymakers too in Hollywood. And I am hoping Hollywood take note of this and stop it with the lame excuses the non-white actors can't bring in people to the theaters. It's just not true. It's old. It's lazy. It's a pathetic, lame excuse. We've seen it now these past few weeks with not only hidden figures, but we've seen it with Fences, with Denzel Washington, Viola Davis. We saw it with Moonlight. We are seeing our casts are also creating some amazing films and are able to take hold of the box office just like our white counterparts. It's time for us to adopt people of color into the top gross of films and allow us to just flourish because we do just that flourish. So put us out there, Hollywood. So for anyone that hasn't gotten a really good synopsis of who the women are that are showcased in Hidden Figures... We're going to talk about it a little bit on the show today, okay? So the story of Hidden Figures is a history lesson on the contributions of Black women. Known as Human Computers at NASA for Space Exploration. 
These women were math geniuses, okay? As a former mathlete, yes, I said I was a former mathlete and a science geek with a bachelor's in biology, it warmed my heart to see black women showing how stellar we are in STEM. And basically, that mediocrity is not in our forte. Uh uh. Uh uh. We only do it to excel in it. The, old, the movie is centers around three women that most of us had never heard of, unfortunately, and based on an untold true story written by Margot Lee Shetterly. The three women profiled in Hidden Figures are Katherine G. Johnson, Dorothy Vaughn, and Mary Jackson. So I'm going to give you guys a quick history lesson on who they are, because I'm so glad that this movie allowed us to find these women who were hidden figures so that they are hidden no longer. So let's dive into who they are. Katherine Johnson. She's a physicist and mathematician and child math prodigy who calculated the trajectories for the Apollo 11 moon landing and many space initiatives. She literally was how we were able to successfully put a man on the moon during the space race. She calculated the launch window for Alan Shepard's 1961 Mercury mission, navigational charts plotting for electronic failures as backup plans, and John Glenn's orbit around the Earth. Her efforts at NASA as part of the space program are significant. She literally helped create the baseline for the U.S. space program that we have today. Katherine Johnson is truly phenomenal and brilliant. I'm glad this movie is showing all women and girls, especially our little black girls, that they have the abilities to achieve great success in STEM. And there is nothing inferior about them. Women like Katherine Johnson reminds all of us of our abilities and inspires us to be more. Dorothy Vine. Dorothy was a mathematician at National Advisor Committee for Aeronautics, NACA, which is the early predecessor to NASA. She worked in the West Area Computer segment of NACA, which was all black women working on math calculations for flight paths and accuracy improvements. She then worked in their electronic computing area and was involved in programming and was highly proficient in Fortran coding language. She went on to become the first black supervisor at NACA when she took over the West Area Computers, the Black Women Mathematicians Department. And finally, we have Ms. Mary Johnson, the third woman profiled in Hidden Figures. She was a mathematician and aerospace engineer in NACA. Like Catherine and Dorothy, she began her career in the West Area Computers Department, but moved up and ended up with the highest engineering title available at NASA. She worked on a team that was involved in conducting wind tunnel studies, where she was identified as a promising engineer and was encouraged to gain additional training in order to further her career in engineering. After obtaining her graduate degree in engineering, she became NASA's first black female engineer. She continued her work on wind tunnel studies and real-world flight experiments before moving in to help improve women and minority career opportunities and advisement in NASA. Katherine Johnson, Dorothy Vaughn, and Mary Johnson are truly phenomenal women who achieved great success at a time that they were segregated against due to their race, 
and their sex. These black women prove that black excellence was not a myth and is not a myth. Mathematicians and engineers at a time when segregation was commonplace and African-Americans were considered lesser than is just something out of this world. These ladies proved wrong the idea that racist and sexist thought of African-Americans and women were inferior. It proved it wrong. I'm so glad we had the opportunity to learn about these three women, these three great women. Thanks to the efforts in the novel by uh, Margot Lee Shutterly and the Hidden Figures Femme. I hope we have the opportunity to hear more stories like this about contributions of great African-American women and men in history. These stories deserve to be told. We deserve to know because in this, because of this, in this segment of the Beautifully Complicated podcast, I'll be highlighting figures of black excellence that we may not know about. It's time we have the opportunity to hear how awesome we are as a people. So I want you guys to stay tuned for what's to come in this segment. I'm so glad you guys are willing and ready to go on this journey with me. It'll be something. I think that with all that we have going on politically, we will see some of the best art and hear some of the most provocative conversations. It is a breeding ground for it, you know? So the Beautifully Complicated podcast will definitely ensure that those conversations are highlighted and wonderful works discussed so that we can continue to further our knowledge, think more provocatively and critically, and engage deeply with all that is happening around us. I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast today of the Beautifully Complicated podcast. We're primed for an amazing journey, so make sure you tune in bi-weekly to hear our latest episode. Take part in the conversation on social media using the hashtag Beautifully Complicated and connect with me at ShanaD1 on Twitter and Instagram. Like our page on Facebook, Beautifully Complicated Podcast, and check out any of our, check out um, any of our special friend hosts that we'll have coming on in the future via their social media pages that will be shared on my social media accounts as well as the Facebook page. It's time that we spread love, live boldly, live out loud, live freely, just live because life is beautifully complicated. Peace and love, beautiful people. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Beautifully Complicated. Take a moment and engage with me on Twitter or Instagram at SheenaD1 and on the Beautifully Complicated podcast Facebook page. I'm looking forward to speaking with you and hearing your thoughts on today's show. Make sure you subscribe and share. See you on the next episode. Until next time, live life as a person who is beautifully complicated. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.